All right, let's just bow together in prayer. Let's pray and let's seek the Lord together and then we're going to get our wee program off and running. Father, thank you for bringing us all into the house of God today. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us one, uh, one, uh, one, uh, with, one with each other. And thank you for these boys and girls. Thank you for the parents. Thank you, Lord, for Bible class. Thank you, Lord, for Sunday school. And thank you, Lord, for skate. Lord, we thank you for each and every child that comes and every parent that brings them along. And thank you for every volunteer that has sacrificed their time. Uh, to be involved in this ministry, which is so vital. Jesus said, suffer little children to come unto me and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Lord, thank you for these boys and girls. We pray that you'll bless them as they take part. Pray that you'll bless us as we listen and hear. And for your word that goes forward, we pray that we may indeed hear what the Lord will say to us even this morning. So we look to you, Lord. We pray for your blessing. We pray for your hand upon us, for we ask it in Christ's name. Amen. We're going to all stand and sing our first song, which will be uh, Come and Join the Celebration. So we'll all stand and sing together. Make as much noise, boys and girls, as you can when we're singing, all right? Will you hear me now? Make as much noise as you can when we're singing. Sing up good and loud. Come and join the celebration. Thank you, band. I really enjoyed singing that. Did you? You may be seated. We're going to have just a wee offering during this time, so you may be seated. We're singing together. A child in the manger asked the steward to come right away whenever we're striking up the first note. Child in the manger. I thank God he didn't stay in the manger. You didn't stay in the crib either. You didn't stay in your wee cot. You grew up. Well, Jesus grew up and he became a man. The purpose for him coming into this world that he might grow up and taste and experience everything that we experience 
and then we can go to him with all our cares, all our worries, and all our fears. But most importantly, he came to die on the cross. Child in the manger, infant of Mary, outcast and stranger, Lord of all. We're going to have an offering just now, just that you be prepared. Thank you very much. Just one more song before the boys and girls come. We're going to sing Joy to the World. We're looking and we're singing the new version by Chris Tomlin. And uh, we're going to Joy Unspeakable. So let's, let's stand and sing Joy to the World, the Lord is Come. Thank you.
Amen. You may be seated. I just have one or two little things the children are going to come now and do their entire program for you, and then I'm going to speak to the boys and girls and to the parents as well. Uh, just to let you know about the children's work here in the church, we have our Bible class, which is the first thing that happens on a Sunday morning. Now, the Bible class will be changing. We're proposing a change in time from 10.30 until 11 o'clock. And that means if you're coming and bringing your children, then you'll be able to stay in the church, maybe have a cup of coffee and have a chat uh, during uh, the time you're waiting for the service to start. So the Bible class uh, we are proposing starts at uh, 11 o'clock. Those that you met at the door today are the two of, of the team of uh, Bible class leaders, and so that's why we had them uh, meeting you and greeting you at the, at the door. And then we're going to have the children from Sunday school, which meets during the service. We're always glad to have children, and I want to tell you we're living in a world where all sorts of influences Influences for evil and influences for bad. Uh, but in, in Sunday school, Bible class, and in Skate and the various other things, there's the opportunity to influence them for good and for God. And so uh, we have our Sunday school that meets uh, at, during the time of service, uh, or shortly after the service starts. And then we have Skate, and I think it's one of the longest running uh, children's work that happens in Kilbaki. Some of you probably, hands up those of you who are growing up adults that went to Skate. There's one, two, any improvement on three, four, five. Yes, there's quite a few. Uh, we had some people here who have been in Skate 40 years ago. Was that right? Could that be possible? I don't know. But anyway, Skate has been running a long time and has been influencing children. That meets at 7 o'clock on a Tuesday night as well. Then later on tonight, we have our youth fellowship and our youth club. The youth club meets every second Saturday uh, at, uh, well, half seven to half nine, roughly speaking. Uh, Aaron and Kathy, they're away down there, as far away from me as they possibly can. And they've got wee Sophia home, which is great. Give that a, that's worth. <laughs> they and a team are involved with the youth club. And I think at the last meeting, they had about 50 young folk that gathered a little bit more. And that's good to be reaching out to the community for our youth fellowship, uh, our youth club. And then the youth fellowship happens every other Sunday. So the youth club happens on a Saturday and then on Sunday week. So alternately, every weekend we have the various groups meeting. So every weekend then we have uh, young people uh, and we're ministering. I want you to pray for that, pray about it. But I want you to be involved in it if you have children or teenagers. Uh, think about what your responsibility is under God uh, to seeing that children are influenced for God. And that's not decrying your responsibility, but it will only assist you in what you ought to be doing. All right, uh, just one other thing. The offering tonight, uh, we will take an offering up tonight as well, but none of that money that's taken up tonight goes anywhere into the church coffers whatsoever. Tonight's offering, is, as is normal for, Sunday, uh, for, for our carol service, is for a missionary offering. And, and there's two people, Harry Malanga from uh, Zimbabwe, and we also have the Stars Foundation who work amongst people who are suffering with addictions and trying to help them. Everything in its entirety. There's no commission, no, no, no percentage kept by the church. Everything that's taken in tonight will go to those two groups. And they're two worthy, worthy groups. And uh, we uh, just lay that before you. All right, Judith, I've stalled as long as I can. Uh, I'm going to have the boys and girls a much better picture than you've been looking at for this last 10 minutes. All right, thank you very much. Thank you, Judith and children.
birth, oh, so the birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus. The birth of Jesus. In those days, a census had to be ordered and everyone had to go to his own city to be registered. <laughs> Sorry, Poppy. <laughs> it's just you got too tall. Luke chapter 2, verses 4 to 7. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn.
candy cane pony. Look at the candy cane. What do you see? Stripes that are red, like the bloodshed for me. White is for my Saviour, who is sinless and pure. J is for Jesus, my Lord, that's for sure. Turn it around, and a staff you will see. Jesus, my shepherd, was born for me. The shepherds. At that time, there were shepherds tending to their flocks at night. When an angel of the Lord appeared to them, they were very afraid. Luke chapter 2, verse 10 to 16. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, he is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. The wise men. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, wise men from the east came looking for the child who had been born king of the Jews. They had seen his star. And had come to worship him. King Herod was also keen to find the child and asked the wise men to find him and then come and tell him where he was so that he too could worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way and behold the star The star that they had seen when it rose went before them and took him to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with, exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child of Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, And frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they, deport, they departed to their own country by another way. Jesus is the reason. In Bethlehem, God gave to us the source of Christmas joy, a star shone on a miracle, the virgin birth of a boy. He was born both God and man, a saviour for us all. The way to get to our heavenly home if we just heed his call. So as we shop and spend and wrap and enjoy the Christmas season, <coughs> it's given mind the sacred truth. Jesus is the reason.
I don't think you've been all, you haven't given a good round of applause yet. That was only a bit of a lame one. I I would tell you that they have to be they have to be the best behaved children I've ever come across. They were so well behaved. They're nearly as well behaved as you adults. I was enjoying. I was uh, maybe thought to be a bit more. Uh, uh, what do I say, noise and, and, and mayhem, but they were very, very good. I thought they were excellent, given that we didn't have much time to practice. But nevertheless, now, boys and girls, I'm uh, going to speak to you uh, just very shortly, and I'm going to speak to you about uh, getting to God, getting to God. Um, and I have a few props here, and I have a few prizes for people who are able to do whatever it is that they're able to do, and so I'll explain it to you as we go along, all right? So... Uh, I brought a few props with me. Colin Courtney made me some lovely props. We're going to use them in a minute, and uh, we're going to see how we get on. I'm terrified with this message, by the way. You see, oh, I tell you what, I don't know why I do it on myself, but anyway, we'll see how we get on. Anyway, so tell me this, how did you get to church today? Did anybody come in a submarine? Did anybody here, did anybody come in a, did anybody come in a golden chariot? Did anybody row themselves here in the canoe? Hands up those of you who came in a horse and cart. Did anybody come here riding on a donkey? Did anybody come here in a Rolls Royce? (laughs) 
Hands up those of you who either walked or came in the car. Oh, yes. Adults, how did you get? Did you, did you beam them up, Scott? Is that how you got? Anyway, lots of people all through years have been trying to get to God. And they've been trying one way or another to get to God, to see. Uh, and they've tried various means and various methods. And way back in, back in Bible times, they started to build, I, I'm into a wee bit of origami. Does anybody know anything about origami? I'm a bit gummy when it comes to origami, all right? So they tried to build themselves what they called was, well, it's, in the architectural world it's called an ziggurat. But you would know it from the Bible, it was called uh, the Tower of, does any adults know? The Tower of Babel, Babel. And so they built and they built and they built and they built until they couldn't build any higher. Do you think it got them to God, do you? No. No, do you think it pleased God that they were trying to get to God by building a, 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 a tower? No, the right answer is no. Keep saying no. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they built and they built and they built. Do you think God is pleased when we try to work our way and build our way to, to God? No. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, definitely our praise is to be God. I went in there and I bought a whole lot of Freddos. Freddos are cheaper by the, by the single one than by the packet. Do you know that? That's just a wee bit of useless, wee bit of useless information. <laughs> anyway... So they tried to build. But anyway, I don't know if you've ever tried to build an airplane. Have you? Are you good at it? What do you see? They built an airplane. And they thought, oh, well, we'll see how that... Do you think... Has anybody ever got to heaven using... Now, I, I, I used this before somewhere else, and a wee boy says, I know loads of people who went to heaven from an airplane. I'm not talking about going to heaven from an airplane, because lots of people die in airplanes. I'm talking about, has anybody used an airplane to get to heaven? Do you know of anybody that managed to get to God by using an airplane? See how well that one flies. And I was going to waste time this morning and say, let's have a wee competition, see who can make an airplane, and see how close we can get to God. That doesn't fly too bad. Anyway, but no, as time advanced, they, as time advanced, they even began to build something else. What else do you think they built? And they were able to go into the galaxies, and they were able to go to Mars, and they were able to get to the moon. Well, they tell us they went to the moon. Who knows for sure? Yes. What? A space rocket. Well, here, tell me this. Does anybody know of anybody that ever got to heaven from a space rocket? I mean, they send us back pictures of the galaxies. They send us back pictures of Earth. They send us back pictures of the stars. So they tried to, but nobody has ever sent us a picture of getting to heaven using a space rocket. Boys and girls, that tells a wee story. We're going to make another one then in a minute, and it'll be far better than that one there, I'm sure. How do we get to God? That's the problem. Lots of people think they can get to God by being good, and they think they can get to God by doing all sorts of nice things, and they think they can get to God by being pleasant and going to church and reading the Bible, and doing all sorts of stuff. But boys and girls, that's not the way to heaven. Now, how far do you think we are away from God? We must be a huge distance if, if, if we can't get to God using a space rocket or an airplane, or being good. Now, I'm going to show you some funny faces, all right? And I want you to guess, and this is where we come in with our prizes. Anybody gets a right one? But you're not allowed to open this until you get, all right? Some, some people, uh, there we go. What is that wee face record? Yes? Who is it? You see, yummy? 
Abigail? No. Yes, yeah, go ahead. Hungry. Actually, that's Mr. Greedy. Do you think there's greedy? Does that does that does that a, one, a big big distance, a distance? Does that cause a big distance from from God? Yeah. Well, it's not good. Sure, it's not. No, no, no it's not good. Well, what about this one here? Who, who's he? Who's that remind you of? Yes, Poppy. Lying, lying telling lies. Do you think that's, that's really bad, isn't it? Yes, that means we're far away from God. All right. Well, what about this here? Who's out there? Oh, I see some people and they look at me like that, especially after a hard sermon. And, and yes, jealous. jealous, that will come into, but I think that's Mr. Mean. Now, it's not that the people have done him any wrong, and it's not, it's not to say that he doesn't dislike them. He just doesn't like to be nice to people. He'd rather see people miserable than be nice. So there's Mr. Mean. Do you think there's mean? Does that mean we're far away from God? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes is the right answer from here on in, all right? All right. Okay. What about this one here? What about that one there? Now, that's very deceptive. And there's a reason that it's very deceptive. There's a clue in the statement there. Yes. Who? No. He only looks as if he's happy. He says nice things to you, but he doesn't really want to be nice. Yes. No, he's in there too, but that's not him. Yes. Sorry. Cricket. Did you say Cricket. Oh, I, I mean, it's too, it's too mixing, mixing off comic, uh, communication. Yes, what? Cheeky. Cheeky. No. What did you say, Pat? What did you say, darling? Sarcastic. That's nearly there. He's Mr. Cheat. He says one thing and does another. He says one thing and he means another. He's a cheat. He's deceptive. Mm. That means we're far away from God, doesn't it? Well, what about this one here? Who's he? Yes. Yes, go ahead. We better run through these because there's a whole lot and there's about 200 of them. Um, that's Mr. Jealous. He doesn't like to see you get the nice toys and nice things. And there's another one. Who's he? Yes. They're all he's, by the way. Did you notice that? <laughs> I could be guilty of being sexist here. That's Mr. Disobedience. Whenever mommy tells him to do and no. Wash your teeth? No. Did you make your bed? No. Did you, did you clean out the, did you put out the rubbish? No. Do it yourself. Oh, that's terrible, isn't it? Disobedience. Oh, dear, what about this? Who's he? There's a wee bit of a secret in the color of his head. Yes, dear. Yes. Um, yes. Angry. No. Yes. Shocked. No. What? Sick. No, and he's not sick. <laughs> oh, he's, oh, he's not working. He's envy. You ever hear tell of being green with envy? Mm. Oh no, he's green with envy. What about him? He's Mr. Angry. And what about him? What's the next one? What about Mr. What's he? He doesn't like anybody. Mr. Dislike. What about him? He's Mr. Proud. Who's like me? Some of you boys, when you're driving your car, that's what you might. You look at yourself in the mirror and you look at your car and you've been polished and you spend more time on that than your Bible. That's, that's pride. <laughs> Well, tell me this, tell me this, aren't those all bad things, aren't they? Do you think if we stop those things, would they get us any closer to God? I need two volunteers now to help me with this. I need two volunteers. Uh, 
no, I think I tell you, I'll use grown-ups because you have something else to do, all right? And I got Mr. Colin, I got Mr. Colin Courtney to make me the, well, his wife volunteered him. <laughs> My husband will do it, all right? So there's a start and a stop sign, all right? So what I see, we'll have Joel. You're sitting far too comfortable. You way over there, all right, walk over there, and we'll have a female, a lady. What I see, we'll have Hannah. I just want to, no, sorry, you, uh, you're, you're singing, Hannah. We'll have Rachel, come up here, right? You're sitting far too comfortable. You, you see, and I want you to stand there. This is where, I've got a 20 pound note as a prize. I did, I. Oh, look at that, I made it this morning. 20 pound note, oh, I tell you. So, whenever man was created, and whenever man was brought into the world, we, our lives, lived in God. He was everything. And we were everything to him. And he was everything to us. But Adam and Eve did something very terrible. They rebelled against God. And that word rebelled means they knew what the right thing to do was, but they didn't do it. They went and did the opposite. And so what happened was, from our life being in God, you listen, look, when our life being in God, a great big separation took part. You can switch on the wee lights at the back there. Thank you very much. And there was a huge distance. And so, do you think, now, do you think that if we stopped telling lies, that that would get us any closer? Well, listen, this is how close it will bring you to the start, say. Just move about one centimetre to the left, to the right, that's it. One centimetre. Okay. So, so you, tell, you, you just keep me one centimetre now. No, no. And, and, and then, what about no more anger? One more centimetre. Very little. Oh, no, closer. That's, that's it. Okay. So you do no more anger, no more lies, no, be, no more being mean. Will that get you closer? No. Well, what about no more cheating? Will that get you closer? No. What about no more jealousy? Will that get you closer? Who's teaching you? And what about no more disobedience? Will that get you closer? What about no more envying? Will that get you closer? I mean, he hasn't hardly moved. And we want to be over here, back with God again. But he's still over. Now listen, before we go any further, there's a 20 pound note, all right? Well, I will, all right, come on, you Dan, you're, you're, you're Daniel, aren't you Daniel? Oh, Daniel, all right, Daniel. I'm going to give you a 20 pound note. All right. All right. All right. Now, you're not allowed to run. You're not allowed to race at it. But if you can take one jump from here and get to there, I'll give you that 20 pound note. Now, just one jump. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not being mean. I'm just telling the Bible story. All right. Okay. This came out of the Bible. Well. I manufactured it out of the Bible. <laughs> All right, so one jump. See how you can get there. Look at that lovely 20 pound note and ourselves on it. <laughs> All right. All right. So one jump. Let me see how you get it. Go on. One jump. No, no, just let me sit back down again. All right, so some of you daddies are sitting. Uh, listen, Timmy, come on. Come on. So, you're not a daddy yet, but. Uh, <laughs> All right, so, so one jump. Just one jump there, look at that 20 pound note. Just think of the, the many McDonald's you could buy with that. 
Just think of the KFC. Look, lad, 20 minutes. I made it myself this morning. All right, one jump. Let me see how you get on. One jump, just one jump. Don't hurt yourself. That's, ah, you failed, failed. All right, any, girl, any girls want to try? You want to try? Well, well just one more try. Okay. Just one jump. No, no. Well, let's see if we can take away a few more sins. What about no more being mean and disliking people? Will that get us closer? What about being humble? That's the opposite of being proud. Will that do us any good? What about no more greed? Will that help? Do you think could you make it from there to there now? No. no. It's impossible. Or we can even decide I'm going to be good. All right. So what do we do? To get closer to God, what do we do? Help people. Not a good idea, isn't it? I still got my, tw- I still got my 25 note. Not great. Well, what about uh, going to church? Come about six inches will do. Yes. Yes. Going to church, that's good. I mean, all these things are good. What about reading the Bible? Will that get us to where we want to be? What about, no, because he's still there. What about, this thing, uh, sharing my toys, will that be good? No. What about saying my prayers? What about doing the chores around the house? We are not going to get your 20 pound note. Because he's still away over there. And she's still over here. It's impossible and that's where Christmas came in and that's where Christ came in we can't get to him but he came for us now let me get back to my origami now you parents you need to listen to this because this is the reason that Christ came into the world. And I want Joel and Rachel now to come in here and give me these two things again. And I want you, Joel, if you'll hold it to them out like that there. Because in Christ, now the very fact that he can keep them like that there. And uh, you, if you want to sit down, Rachel, I know you're, yes. The very fact that he came, came for a very specific reason. God knew that we could not get to him. And if we were ever to know God and to know sins forgiven, to know peace with God, we were always going to need help. So God said, way back in eternity, in the beginning which never began, I'll come to them. And I know that men might try to build their way, and they might try to buy their way, and they might might try to bargain their way, and they might try to barter their way to God. But he said, I know that they'll never be fit to manage it. They'll never be able to take that leap because there's too much distance. Too much. Mummies and daddies, this applies to you as well. No man can get to God in his own efforts. And we might try all sorts of devices and we might try all sorts of different things to get to God. We might even try to go to God from an airplane, but we know that won't work. But whenever Jesus Christ came to, to, to this earth, he didn't just come to be good. Oh. Ah. Mm, I knew I should have brought my scissors. Excuse me. He didn't just come to this earth to be a good boy. 
And, and there was an old hymn used to say, Gentle Jesus, meek and mild, how, as we come to this little church. Jesus Christ came from heaven's glory, born in a manger, gave up himself and all his virtues and everything. And he came to the sin-cursed earth, not just to be admired at Christmas, but he came to die on a cross. Whenever the Lord Jesus Christ came, it wasn't to be admired in the manger. He knew that you and I couldn't get to God on our own strength. But all we have to do is take one step because he's paid the full penalty for all our sins. He has tasted death for everyone. And 2,000 years ago, God paid the full penalty for all our sins that we might be forgiven on a cross. He came to us so that we could go to him. Now watch this. Joel, can you give me the start and you come to the finish, all right? Now, I want a few more, I want a few more volunteers. If you line up here, well, just line up there. Yes, line up there. Go on, go on, go on, line up there. That's it. Okay, I'll do. Uh, oh, you're, you're one, yes. That wee lassie, Judith, you don't bring her up. Yes. Okay, that's no. All right. I'll do. Wanna, do you want to go first, Pat? You want to go first? Come on ahead. You come first. Okay. Now, there's, there's the start. Sorry, there's the start. Anybody want to come? Come on. Here's, here's the first. Come on, you come. come on, yes, so there's, there's the start, and there's the finish. Do you think, would it be, could you manage to get from there to there? Take one wee step. One wee step. Good girl. She made it. Give her a round of applause. You go back to Judith then, all right? Come on ahead. You try it. Come on. Do you think, do you think, can you make it from me to him? All right, see, can you go? Yes, where you go? Come on ahead, you next, you next, you next. Come on ahead, you, just one me hop. That's it, where you go? Next to you, come on. I think you can do it. One me hop, go. Yes, come on ahead. Can you make it? Yes, yes. You want, you want, go. Yes, yes. Oh boy, yes, yes. You could have been twice. Come on, yes. Let's go ahead once, yes. Folks. We couldn't get to him. He came for us. But admiring him in, in, a, in a manger and putting up tinsel and Christmas trees and all the things that we have associated like Santa doesn't make our Christmas because our life is in him. And just as easily as those children were able to take one little step, you only have to make one step. And the one step is invite Christ into your heart and into your life. And then he begins to clean up your life from all the stuff that we talked about earlier on. So this Christmas, remember this, we can't get to him. But he came for us. And it'd be very, very easy as you're sitting in this service that all you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Thank you for coming to the, to the manger and to the cross and dying for me. And thank you that you love me so much that I am now a child of God. Isn't that the best story you've ever heard? Isn't it the best news that you've ever heard? We couldn't get to him. But he came to us. 
Let's bow together in prayer. Let's pray. Father in heaven, as, as we think of Christmas and as we think, Lord, of all, the, all that it means to us, thank you, Lord, for your love for us. Thank you for the opportunity, Lord, how you made it so easy for us that all who call upon the name of the Lord, a little child, you said, shall lead them. God grant that every child here and every parent may recognize that it's only in knowing Christ this Christmas will truly make Christmas. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. We're going to sing our final song. Um, I forget what it is, but I'm sure it'll come up on the screen. Thank you so much. Uh, see you amid the winter snow. We're just going to sing some of the verses. We'll all stand and sing together, please. Thank you. giving out goodies to those who answered questions and helped me out but there are goodies for those on the way out as well and for everybody so don't uh, rush away. Uh, can I also say we, we are remembering Robert uh, who's getting home at the hospital, Robert Swan, he's getting home at the hospital today, God willing. And we're, we're thinking Esther and I on the road up this morning uh, here at the church, we're thinking of Lucy Gordon who's on the other side of the world and we're thinking of her today. It's good to see Anna home, good to see you Anna and I know others are in university are not able to hear 
or whatever, but it's good. And we remember all of these. Remember those who've lost loved ones as well. Whilst we celebrate and are glad, we are also mindful of those who are separated from loved ones through one means or another. So let's just bow together in prayer. Let's pray as we seek the Lord. Father, thank you for the children that have been here with us today. Thank you for their ministry to us, and thank you for your message to their hearts. And we pray, God, that each and every one will be enabled to take that step of faith in the babe in a manger who hung on a cross to pay the penalty for our sins. He came to me because I couldn't get to him. Father, bless the message to every heart, we pray. God, use it. Use it, we pray. Help us to envisage what it means to be able to achieve the impossible because he was the supernatural one. Father, remember Lucy today over in New Zealand. Grant her, Lord, your presence. Help her to know we're thinking of her. Lord, we think of those who haven't been able to be here today through sickness, sadness, or separation. Remember those, Lord, who've lost loved ones. God in heaven, we pray that you will be their comfort. If a husband has lost a wife, may you be a wife to them. If a wife has lost a husband, Lord, your word says you'll be a husband to them. Lord, we pray for those who have lost children. We ask, God, that you'll minister to their hearts. We ask, Lord, in this day of great darkness and devilishness, Lord, that Jesus Christ, the light of the world, will dawn on hearts and bring a multitude of people from Kulabaki in this area to Christ. God grant that we might indeed rejoice in all that the Lord is doing. Pray that you'll bring Robert Swan home today, Father, and may he be returned to his wife, Wilma, and his loved ones. Now separate us in your fear. Lord, we're looking forward to this evening as we again recount and recall that wonderful name of Jesus, the one who is wonder of wonders. And, oh God, we pray that he may be a wonder to us today. In Christ's name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. You may be seated. And I'm sure these children have to get reorganized. But anyway, thank you so much. Thanks. Listen, why don't you give all those who have been uh, training the youngsters a wee round of applause as well. Thanks so much. So, thank you very much. God bless you. We'll see you again. Have a very, very happy Christmas, by the way. And may you know the Lord's presence through everything you do and every activity. Thank you very much.